All right, lads, welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy. Mick Thomas here. How are you? Thanks for liking, subscribing, and sharing. Coming on back. I do appreciate you. Uh, checking this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Available anywhere. Anywhere you anywhere it's a podcast available, that is it. If you want to head over to YouTube, you can watch my face tell the same thing that you could your ears would be listening to. And also, uh, yeah, I got clips and videos up there too, right? But anyway, you know who I am. Mick Thomas Comedy on all platforms. Give me a follow. Come see me live. There's a lot going on, lads. A lot going on within the next month or two. I, uh, next week, Wednesday, Thursday, 28th, 29th of February, I am in Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club on the Jersey Shore, New Jersey, Point Pleasant. Love that club. Love that town. Can't wait to get back in there. Then we're rolling into March. March 7th, Columbus, Ohio. March 8th. By the way, Columbus, Ohio, I'm with my buddy Sean Finnerty. March 8th, I'm in the Bahamas again. I got another gig in the Bahamas. Sucks to be me. Uh, straight back home. Um, the 13th, I am at Mulcahy's on Long Island at Wanta. Tickets are available for that. Me and Sean will be there. 14th, the MGM. Is it 14th will be the MGM? No, 14th will be at Laugh Boston. Laugh Boston Comedy Club. Uh, me and Sean and then we'll be the next night on the 15th we'll be in in um shit MGM Grand in Springfield Massachusetts the 16th headed right down to Philly to the the the, the Helium Comedy Club in Philly tickets available again everywhere you get your tickets and then on St. Patrick's Day big big Irish comedy show at uh the comic strip live and in between I'll be everywhere else right come see me at you know at at, at Gotham at Comic Strip Live, Westside Comedy Cellar, Governors Online. I'm everywhere. I'm around in those, doing those other gigs. So please, please come, come check me out. I'd love to see you. Lock on. I want to talk about one thing I kind of want to get into, which is a little, uh, but I'll get that in a moment. Uh, it's kind of a little bit serious about, I, I feel like the future of comedy, it's kind of, it's coming to a head now. It's either going to be the future of comedy is going to leave or comedy clubs are going to shut down if they follow this platform. I'll get into that in a second. But the first thing I want to talk about is, so a buddy a buddy of mine reached out to me. I don't want to name him because uh, he has a wife that doesn't like that he does these kind of things. And I just don't want to, I don't want to out him. I got one here dangling down. It's not at all as sexy as Superman. It looks like I didn't put gel in it. Anyway, um... So he told me that he goes on to the Oculus, right? You know, the, the, the glass, the fucking 3D thing. And I've been on them before. It's great. It felt like I put one on the other day and I'm sitting on top of it, literally on a mountain. I'm looking around. I go, this is great. I, it, It's almost, if it didn't feel blasphemous, I would like, I would come up here for my morning prayers. I would just sit up on top of this mountain, say my morning prayers and then get on with my day. But it, it kind of feels a bit blasphemous to use technology intertwining with your prayers. That's just me. Call me old fashioned. So, but he tells me, he goes, Mick, go, go watch virtual reality porn on the Oculus. Now, I knew it existed and I'd never watched it before. I no longer watch pornographic, pornographies. Uh, I used to, right? I used to watch them. I didn't have an addiction to them. I didn't have uh, a problem with them. I wasn't like, oh, I need to be just watching it constantly. I just gave up on it. I just don't think it's good for, for the consumer and I don't think it's good for... Uh, the supplier, the maker of it, right? We see even this week, what's her name? Uh, I had to look, it came up on my feed. Cagney Lynn Carter, she sounds like a classy porn star. She killed herself. There's so many different, you watch so many videos of these porn stars who have these regret videos and that kind of stuff. And there's another website. If you really kind of want to be turned off porn, it's 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 called E-Fucked, E-F-U-K-T. 
and what it is, it's all behind. It's just videos of of porn stars crying. Uh, that you might be into that. Who am I to judge? And I just can't. I just kind of. I kind of turn from it, and I don't want to go. You know, I, I I've I'm human like everybody else. There's been times where I kind of wanted to go. Let me check it out and have another look. Um, but I I I don't. So I do like everybody else. Kind of have my weaknesses, but I don't watch it anymore. So I'm glad to say it's behind me. So he goes, go watch VR porn, and I go. Okay, I'll try it. So I put on the headsets. I go on to the... And any one of the sites, by the way, I'm going to tell you how you get to it. You don't have to go to a special website. You don't have to pay for it. Go to any one of the hubs, whichever one you go into, and just in your search engine, just write VR. And it'll give you a list of movies. And you click on it. And then you, you, you just... It's... It scared me. And here's what scared me about it. Is it's relationships will end relationships there will be no more couples i believe in 15 to 20 years unless you're a strong religious faith you know one of the you know one of the strong ones because like christians we kind of get shit on a lot and it's not okay to be christian nowadays apparently um but then you look at like jews and and muslims and they have a strong family orientated uh driven driven um religion faith if you will um where where go forth and multiply have more kids right it's better for them for for them to contribute that's the best thing they can do for religion is multiply within relationships so christians we don't you know we kind of are, are shamed into that and then there's so many people who you know oh, i am a christian are you though but you also have two only fans account again i'm not judging i don't judge anybody like that but anyway so i uh, i put a I, I think relationships are going to die. So here's what happens. So I put it on and I click on it and this girl walks into a room. You think you're in it. By the way, it's not just you looking at her. You look around the room, up and down, around, and you see you're in this big, massive room, right? This massive room. And this woman walks in and it's just, it's, you, you I'm not kidding. You swear it's she's standing in front it's it's scary it's almost like who let you in here right how did you get a key to my kitchen and why am i sitting in the kitchen this is a weird spot for me to be sitting in if anything i'd be on the couch so she comes in and uh i'm watching her while she slowly undresses and listen i don't mean to sound uh bad for the women but if you've seen a pair of tits you've seen them all i grew up in europe topless beaches so you're not doing anything for me, love. I'm just staring at you going, all right, all right, okay. You've seen one, you've seen them all. So while she's getting undressed, because we've, you know, seen all that, I'm looking around the room and it's, it's a massive, like typical LA house, right? All glass windows, uh, marble floors and, you know, walls, glass walls and looking into the outside. And all, all I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself is like, how much is he paying for this house, right? Like, is this, is this an Airbnb you know, I, I, it looks, I don't know. I, I'm like, look at that long floor. Like, that would be cool to play Micro Machines. Remember those? You pull them back and you just let them, like the cars would go down the track. And uh, so you look around the house, you're looking at the artwork on the wall. You're like, I bet that must have set him back a pretty penny, right? And you're not even paying attention. But then I look back at, at you, the girl and, and her arse is literally in my, like I had to do one of these. I had to go back. I had to take a step, kind of like a lean back thing. Like that is, you're too close to me to the point where I, I nearly put my hand out. But I felt if I put my, my, I put my hand out to kind of push her, like go away. Like, I don't know if there was a, 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 the sensor on the, on the headset where you just push, like, go away, please. Go away. 
and I felt like as I was pushing out, I was trying to grab her cheeks, her arse cheeks. And I just, and then I put my hands down, like, like you know, the rules of a strip club, you can't touch them. And you kind of realize what you were doing. And you, you kind of had to sit on your hands. So, um, unbelievably realistic. Unbelievably, like, scary realistic. And here's my problem. Here's where I think relationships are going to go. Because this is now, right? This is technology. The Oculus is a relatively new invention, right? It's maybe, I could be wrong, three years out. Four years out, five, I don't know. I could be wrong, but it's relatively new. So I'm watching this thing and all I can think of, like, what would happen, right? What's next, right? Like, what do you have sensors on a, on a jacket or a shirt that when she, because when she leans into this ear and says something to you, you hear it there and she leans over there, you hear it in this ear. But then I started to think, like, like, we, we know, like, first of all, women have the best sex toys. Like, women, you have everything. You just, you go to any shop, any sex shop or go online, it's just wall to wall dicks thing. Like I seen this one. Like what's that one? A, a rubber one of these. What I I don't get. What what is that? But anyway, so you have wall to wall toys, plugs and hoops and loops and spinners and twisters, right? You have everything, and I'm good for you. Good for you, men. We have, well, we we've nothing. Men, we have nothing apart from one of those blow up dolls, like. Right, which I, I I don't know who is getting on one of them. They do not look attractive at all, at all, until the robots come in, of course. But we have that, and then we have like maybe a flashlight. Now I've been given a flashlight. I, I've used a flashlight before. A friend of mine had a podcast that were sponsored by it, and he gave me one, and I tried it. And the problem with a flashlight is it's it's degrading because. I'm not. It's just awful. It's just not good at all. It's not good. My opinion, of course. Years ago, I tried it. But what what what's next when you put in sensors and it sinks in with the flashlight, right? You put a bit of lube in there, right? Lob it on and it just go, turns, it rotates. It does all this stuff. You're watching it. Your brain thinks it's as real. You're looking around. There's a kitchen. When we're done, maybe she'll, she'll head off and make me a sambo. Is it sexist? It is my fantasy. I don't care. Right, so you have all of this, all these sensors going. So I think when, and the videos are 20 minutes long, right? They're 20, 25 minutes long. I saw one for an hour. Who's, well, what am I doing an hour for? That's a waste of everybody's time. So my point is when we get to that level, which has to be around the corner, has to be, right? What's the point in being in relationships? If you're a young go-getter, and I'm speaking about the lads now, they don't, I don't think they're, these VR porn would work for women. Maybe it would. I don't know. I don't know. But if you're a man and you put it on, right, and you're thinking to yourself, right, I have to try to get my, do I want to go on these apps and swipe, right? I'm looking at her page. Her page is full of her and bikini shots, which means she's a bit of a thirst trap. So therefore, every guy is probably, you know, I'm not the only guy she's talking to. And again, I'm, again, I'm, I'm sure it works both ways with women, but I'm just speaking from a lad's perspective. A young man, let's say a young man in his early 20s, I'm past that now, which I'm gr I'm so grateful I'm past that. I missed the technology, you know, bubble. Like, I get to look back on it, but I'm so... Because I'd be in trouble, man, if I had the technology. If technology, like, when I was coming up as a kid, oh, my God, I would have been in trouble. I would have been said the weirdest shit. I would have been fucking talked to the biggest monsters. I'm glad I missed it. It wasn't designed for idiots like me. But you, you want to get, like, what if you're one of these hustler lads and you want to go out and you want to start your own business and you want to fucking get all these hours a day and you don't want to waste your time swiping left and right? Lob on the Oculus. 
put on the flashlight thing, all hooked up, click, press play, sit back, 20 minutes, I am done. Order a Chinese, let me focus on me making money. And that's what's going to happen. People are no longer going to need to interact. They're not going to need to interact, right? You don't have to listen to it. You don't have to listen to all of this in your ear. You know what I mean? You don't have to find Chinese is okay. I will get Chinese this time again. Who cares? You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to... You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about... You don't have to be paranoid about your body when you take it off. You take your shirt off. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Because the technology will allow... And I, I think that is going to eliminate the need to have a relationship. Very, very interesting. Very, listen, if you have an Oculus at home, uh, try it. See what I'm see what I'm talking about, right? If, if you want to give up, if you're struggling about giving up porn, do not put it on. It is the next level of, of capture, of entrapment. Do not put it on, okay? Don't put it on. And if you do love porn and you do, and you're looking for something new, you're bored of the same old cuckold videos or whatever you're into... Right, midgets riding on the back of donkeys, right, peeing on you as they w go by. Whatever you're into, if you want to take it to the next level, give that a go. Give that a go. That's all. That's all I'm saying. So look at, it's not. It's not for me, but it is dangerous. But I just think R.I.P. relationships. That's that's all I'm saying. So what I wanted to talk about today, what I wanted to get into, was uh, I'm sure you all know uh, who Jim Florentine is. Right. I was looking, uh, by the way, so before I go into this, I was looking to, because people message me constantly, come to this town, come to that town. I go, yeah, let me look at it. I'll have people call them. Let's see what the deal is. If it's not good enough, if it's not good enough deal, if it's not lucrative, there's no point in me going all the way out there. Um, I don't like what they're offering, whatever. So I was in talks with a comedy club in, in, um, in Seattle. Right, I'm going back and forth, and I've decided to. So, for the people of Seattle who want me to go, I will not be going out because my plan was to go to this one place maybe by the end of the year. And it fell through. I'd never seen a comedy club do this before. So, it's in a place, it's in Seattle. Now, as we know, Seattle is a very leftist state. Is it Seattle a state? It's a leftist town. No, it's Seattle's in Washington, isn't it? So, Seattle is a leftist, um, very leftist town. We all, we all know that. Now, again, this is why I'm not like people think, oh, make your soul right wing. And I get because you show up on Fox, which they want me back again, by the way, which I'm sure I'll be on there soon. Uh, it's not that I'm right wing. I'm just anti left. Now, I'm not anti liberal. Right. Because I think I covered this before. Deep down, we are all liberal in our own ways. Right. We all want. Hey, man, bring the immigrants in. Just make it legal. Make sure they're not carrying any diseases. Right. We, you know, we, yeah, sure. Healthcare should be free. So nobody should have to go into debt for breaking their arm. All for that. That makes me liberal, right? I just also am liberal with the things that the lefty don't like me to be liberal on. So I consider myself not really right wing, but I consider myself more anti-left because of the way of their behaviors over the last few years and they're canceling and their fucking agendas and their forced uh, bullshit. So here's, here's so Jim Florentine, back to Jim Florentine. Jim Florentine is a company. I've worked with Jim before. Last time I worked with Jim, actually, so I opened up for him in a place in Connecticut and someone died in the audience while I was on stage. I was open for Jim. It was only me and him, two-man show. I'll quickly tell the story. I'm, I'm on stage. I'm doing a bit. And, and this guy is like laughing hard, but the wife is staring at him. And I'm like, look, and in my head, when you go on, sometimes comics will go on autopilot when you're doing the jokes that you know that work. You're not really thinking. You're just like, oh, shit. Did I have pizza last night? Is it wrong to have a pizza two nights in a row? So, but I'm looking at her and the jokes are coming. The people are laughing. And I'm like, look at this fucking woman. Like, let him enjoy himself. She's just eyeballing him. 
It turns out she was looking at him because he had some sort of heart condition. So I do my show. I go out and I leave. When I go into the hallway, right, I go into the bathroom, I come back up. He's on a stretcher. So something had happened and the poor man had passed away in the hallway in front of me in Connecticut. And uh, I don't, Jim didn't know till after the show. But Jim Florentine is a very, 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 very funny comic. Uh, you might know him from Crank Yankers mainly kind of if you don't know if you're not in in with stand-up comedy you might know him from you know uh was a special editor yeah you go lady uh that was he's the voice he's the voice of crank yankers of, of special ed and uh i'm sure he does other voices too so jim posted this thing a letter that came out from this comedy club and the comedy club is uh let me bring up without shutting this down uh capitol hill comedy club which is ironic it's an ironic name like capitol hill you know but I'm going to read it and forgive me for fumbling over this. But this was a, a statement that they put out. That they put out. Not necessarily about Jim. Not about any anyone in particular. But let, here's what they put out this week. After careful consideration and discussions with our team, investors, local comedians, and neighborhood advocacy groups, we've encountered a challenging situation that requires us to revisit the planned shows. Capitol Hill is known for its progressive values and we've uh, received significant feedback expressing concerns about the alignment of the upcoming shows with the neighborhood's ethos. So before we go further on that one, right? Being progressive, it means you're assuming comedians are not progressive, Right? You're like, you're better than what we, like, we're behind here because of our jokes. Like, we don't have any values, progressive values, but you're off ahead of us. But anyway, I, I diverse. Uh, this feedback includes concerns from local advocacy groups that are deeply embedded in our community and work towards upholding its values. What kind of groups do you think it is? What kind of groups, right? Let's just assume it's fucking purple-haired, fat fucking groups, right? Uh, given the feedback and to avoid any potential negative impact on both our club and the artists involved, as well as to maintain the harmony within our community, we believe the most responsible cause of action is to, is to not move forward with the shows for Dave Smith, funny guy, Dave Smith, you've seen him on, uh, he, he's political, uh, he's been on Joe Rogan a bunch of times with Dave Smith, uh, Louis J. Gomez. L Louis is a fucking cowboy, Wild West, loose cannon, gentleman, really, really nice guy, really nice guy. But he fucking he's a, a, a nutcase on stage, absolutely hysterical. Um, Jim Florentine, and they're listening to dates by the way, and sadly, Kurt Metzer. Oh, sadly, you didn't think Kurt's fucking edgy as fuck, right? I love Kurt. Oh, this is sadly. So you're so sad about getting rid of him, are you? But yet you still are. Uh, in October 11th and 12th as well. This decision was not made lightly. Bet it was. Uh, and we want to ensure it does not reflect on your talent and the quality of your work, but instead a reflection of our uh, commitment to our community's values. We will also ensure that any tickets sold and refunded promptly are patrons, blah, blah, community decision, uh, sensitive, respected, deserves. I'm just going to go through the bullshit. We truly value the art of comedy. No, you don't. 
no, let me just stop you right there. No, you do not value the art of comedy. So no matter what you say after this is total bullshit. And the diverse perspective it brings to our lives. Uh, it's our hope that we can find a way to work together in the future uh, under different circumstances. Like what? So should we all clean up our acts now? Should we, you know, is that what you want us to do? Oh my God, guys, don't you hate it when you walk into a man's bathroom and there's no tampons? Wah, wah. Is that the kind of material I should do? All right, well, once I start writing those jokes, right, then then I'll give you a shout, okay? Um, uh, in the meantime, we are committed to making this transition as smooth as possible uh, and are here to discuss any concerns or questions you may have. Thank you for your understanding and your incredible contributions to the world of comedy. You don't give a fuck. Uh, we wish you all the best in your upcoming projects and hope to have the opportunity to collaborate in the future. Comedy slash bar owner and booker. So that's Capitol Hill. Capitol Hill Comedy Club. Um, do you know what I mean? And, and that this is this is where it gets dangerous, right? This is where, first of all, that place is going to fucking collapse. What kind of comedy are you going to get there when you limit? Listen, I go to comedy clubs all over this country. All over the country. There are edgy guys, blue guys. And then there are guys who are squeaky clean. I work with them on Dry Bar Comedy, which is a Christian comedy channel. These guys are hilarious. John Christ. John Christ, for example, never drops a bad word on stage. Right? Never drops a bad word on stage. So he can come through that town. Right? And murder that audience. But also... Shouldn't you allow someone else to come in? Like someone that has like like Shane Gillis, who I believe is on SNL uh, tonight. I'm recording this on a Saturday. Uh, he, Shane might be a little bit too big for that club now, for the club scene. Some comics are too big for the club scene. Um, so you're going to deny the people comedy. You're speaking on behalf of the people. How about you let the ticket sales fucking speak for themselves? Can you imagine... Someone who cannot do your job. And most comedy bookers, there's there's a lot of comedy bookers out there who are also comedians. It doesn't work. I've worked with them. They're great. They're fun people. I love being around them. It doesn't work. You got to pick a lane. You're either the comic or you're the booker. Stop trying to be both because you're not. You can't make it work. You just can't. Right? So what? what's your... So who are you? Because you, so you can't do it. Is my point is right. So just because you can't do what we fucking do, you're going to decide what we can and can't say on your stage. Now, if I go up on your stage and I say something horrific, and all your audience get like, something so horrific that all your audience gets up, or a majority of your audience gets up, and they walk out of the room, you might not want to have Mick Thomas back there ever again. But give your audience the fucking chance to get up and walk out. Let them, let them judge. Who the fuck are you to speak for them? Right? Your club is going to die now. Your club is going to die. You know why? Because there's far few comics that can sell a room that are uh, you can put a leash on. Right? There's so many comedians who are squeaky clean who are hilarious. Pete Lee. Pete Lee is one of my favorite comics. Right? He can murder your room. But there's not that many Pete Lees out there. There's just not that many. There's guys like us who like to go out and go, you know what, I'm just going to say this. It sounds fucked up, but it's a joke. They are just jokes. We don't use, at least I don't, and I know most of the comics do not use the club as a fucking platform to go up and spew 
their soapbox bullshit about politics. But again, again, here we are. This is why, and I hope they don't go out of business, right? But they will. They will. I don't wish any place to go to business. Like people go, I hope they, Fox News shuts down. I hope Hobby Lobby disappears. I hope Chick-fil-A goes under. Why? Thousands of people will be out of work. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? Do you also want to take away the millions and millions of dollars that they donate to charities? That's my point. I don't want to see anybody go out of business. But you will go out of business. You certainly will go out of business when you start pulling shit like this. Don't tell us what we can and can't say on stage. And if we say something on stage that nobody likes, the ticket sales will speak for themselves. If I if there's a room with 200 people and I say fucked up shit and these 200 people laugh their ass off and they're still buying drink and chicken wings or whatever the fuck you serve at your club, then I'm doing my job and they're having a good time. You don't get to fucking swoop in and go, no, we, they don't need to hear this. They don't need to hear this, so you're not coming back. And that's going to be, if clubs start to follow this suit, you're done. You're, you're, you're just done. I already see, read the comments. Follow Jim on, on Jim Florentine on Instagram. Read the comments of comics already. I don't publicly get involved in that kind of stuff. I talk about it here on my own platform. But look at the comics of, the, the comments of comics, good comics that are go. Fuck that place. I'm never going back. I will never go to that place. I have dates. I'm canceling them. Good luck with that. Right? Enjoy that. But this is my problem. And this is why I am not right wing, right this, right that. I'm anti this bullshit. And this is only happening on the fucking left. This only happens on the left. Right? And if you disagree with this, you're a bigot, you're a Nazi. Guess what? Your words don't work anymore. Your words are over. Your your run is over. Nobody cares anymore. Everyone's onto your bullshit. Everyone figured out you're a fucking crazy Rubik's Cube with a bunch of colors and we've all twisted the right way and now we get to see your fucking true colors on all sides and we don't want none of it. That's a fucking soundbite. Someone write that down. That was fucking great. Oh, Caught myself a little bit hard there. I might hang up this podcast, touch my nipples. Anyway, thanks for liking, subscribing and sharing and coming on back. I do appreciate it. Come see me live. Can't wait to see you. Follow me on all platforms. Mick Thomas Comedy. Listen, thanks again. And as always, wash your hands, you dirty fuckers. Good luck to you. Good luck to you.